and welcome to Oh Frick. My name's Allie. And my name's Lyra. And I got a burp, holy crap. <laughs> also, if anyone hears any like grunts in the background, that's just my dog. She's old. I love her. She's one of those crunchy old dog old white dogs. She's Twelve, yeah. Yeah. She's a shit zoo. But anyways, welcome to Ofrick. I'm done <laughs> burping. Or clearing my little air bubble. And uh, today we are going to be talking about the uh, Sasebo schoolgirl murder. Um, and it was kind of something that I mentioned in, a pr- in another episode. Um, that one is either being re-recorded or we're trying to recover it right now. But um, happens in the same town. And uh, most often it's like overshadowed by that other story. So we're talking about the Sasebo school girl murder for today. Is this one after the other crime? It is actually. Yeah. Um, Ten years after. Okay. Yeah. A decade after. Um, So this one occurred in 2014. Um, And if you ever like Google Sasebo, the slashing is the first one that ever gets mentioned. This one is usually in, like, mentioned in an off note, like, oh, this also happened there. So, it's kind of hard to find some information on here. <clears throat> um, so, unlike the Sasebo slashing, um, we actually don't have anybody to actually name in this case. Um, and that the reason being is that they actually protect the minor's identity in this case, so... I mean, that's good. It, it is good. Yeah, it's part of, you know, their laws and mm-hmm. how they want to, like, protect their minors. Um, so in this case, I am just going to be referring to, not the victim, um, the perpetrator as girl A, because that's really all I got from her. So I always like to start off with, hey, look at this dumb thing I found on the internet. <laughs> oh, God, it's horrifying. So that's where we're going to start. So the date is July 26, 2014. So it's about 10 years and then um, like another month after thesis I was slashing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the netizens of 2chan are being graced by some off-putting messages from a new thread that was created right around 10 p.m. And it continued on until 10.30 by um, OP's posts. Why does it seem like everything happens on 4chan? This one's 2chan, so it's... Technically Japanese 4chan. Oh. Yeah. Still, it's just like... You'd be surprised at how much, like, absolutely crazy shit goes on on 4chan, so it's not a surprise to me that a whole bunch of crap goes down there. I mean, I've never been on it, so... (laughs) I've seen... You know how there's always, like... Hello. You know how there's always, like, that Instagram post that takes, like, a screenshot of, like, a Twitter post that's actually of, like, a Tumblr post? Yes. That's essentially how I get my information from 4chan. Uh, yeah, okay. so a lot of the times it's, like, um, I'll go on Reddit and I'll find a post that's off of 4chan, or sometimes it's on, like, Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Tumblr is also... I heard they were actually um, reinstating, like, NSFW content. <gasps> Really? Yeah, I don't think it's going to have a renaissance where people are going to flock to it again. definitely not. It's done and over. People lost their interest. Oh, well, now people can post on... Can you... You can post graphic stuff on Reddit, can't you? You can. Um, You can do that on Twitter. 
I mean, that's, that's basically Sombra all people care about. Sombra was kind of dying anyways. So them taking away that, like, not safe for work stuff. I think it's them trying to get some people it. back. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, the platform's pretty much over with. Yep. They still go on it, though, every once in a while. Yeah, they have to try to make their money. I guess so. <clears throat> so, want to take a guess on what the thread subject is going to be? Hey, guys. Can you guess what I did last night? <laughs> a little too goofy. Um, so the thread subject actually was, I have ended up killing. Oh, okay. Yeah, just so straight like to the point. No. Question posed to the audience. Just I did What this. do I do? What do I do now? I accidentally did this. No, no. It's just straight up. Just this is what I did. Okay. It's, it's all in Japanese. So that's why it might sound a little funny. A little too formal. Well, it's like translating Spanish to English and then, or like English to Spanish. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not word for word. Exactly. I mean, these are translated as best as they can so that they make sense, but they're yes. still very formal. Um, so the thread was posted and it had a couple of messages posted on it from OP. And along with that were seven pictures. I am going to describe them. None of them are that bad. Um, I wouldn't put them in the category of, like, not safe for life. Maybe NSFW because it has blood in it, but that, that's about it. So, five of the pictures were of blood-covered hands. Um, for the most part, most of them kind of looked like the blood was still kind of fresh and wet on the hands. Um, most of it was, like, collected on the fingertips and, like, towards the very top. It wasn't like the entirety of the hands were covered in blood. Um, there was one that I saw that... It kind of looked like maybe the blood was getting a little bit dry and, like, crusty, you know, when, when that happens and it starts to get, like, itchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that. Um, there was another picture that was posted along with this that was of a blood... Bl- <laughs> there was another picture that had um, a thoroughly blood-soaked cloth, like a towel or something. And I'm talking about, like... There was still, like, some pooling on the actual, like, cloth, and it looked like if you... I mean, it was completely red. Mm-hmm. If you had, like, wrung it out, blood would have spilled out of it. Yeah, it was that soaked. <laughs> this is reminding me... Sorry. This is reminding me of when I first went on TikTok, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a year ago or two... A year or two ago. But anyways, I was getting a lot of, like, horror stuff, mm-hmm. and then there was two pages in particular... That had these like, one of them. All the videos were at night, but one of one of them it looked up straight up like a dead body, and so people were reporting. Like people were commenting on it and saying, "I'm reporting this." Da da da. Like, is this yeah. real? And it's like I feel like that's gonna happen with those TikTok pages eventually. Like with these 4chan posts, but I'm just like, it's still happening nowadays, where people are like, they're either really committing crimes. Mm-hmm. And posting about it on the internet. Or like they're pretending to commit crimes. And then they still, and get still posting on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a sure way to get banned, but it gets you a lot of attention. Um, I am getting a phone call right now. I don't know who that is. It's Tacoma, Washington, though. It's a scam. Probably. It's Saturday. It's for the Sunday. boys. Oh, shit. It is. <laughs> it's the Lord's Day. I don't know what day it is. It's fine. 
Um, anyways, uh, and then there's one last picture that was posted along with this. This one I couldn't really make out. It kind of looked like an accidental photo. You know how sometimes it'll like hold your phone and then like it'll go to the mm. camera and then it'll take a picture of like the side of your like leg and like maybe some shelves or something like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like that to me, but I mean, it kind of looked like um, an arm was framing the top edges of the uh, the photo, and then the background itself. I it looked like a part of a wall, and then something kind of like hanging from like a cloth Mm -hmm. that's all i could really make out of it i mean my best guess would be it would probably be something in bed sheets probably i mean like the the cloth that was in it it looked a little bit dirty that's again that's the only reason i was like maybe it's like a bed sheet or something either way it's part of like that photo set and i have no idea what it is um I haven't seen a lot of people speculate about it either, so that's the one that just seems odd. Uh, and then we also had a couple of messages, again, like along with those photos, uh, that included, there isn't too much blood, it's no use, no matter how much I wipe the blood, it just keeps coming, it got cold so I heated it, why wouldn't it get warm, it's in the bath now, enough about that, what color do you think the brains are? I'm going to put the brain and spinal cord in a jar of culture fluid and take care of them forever. So, really weird stuff. What were they? Were they trying to warm up the blood? I think they were trying to warm up the body. Oh. Yeah. That's my best guess on this is that they may have regretted killing this person. And that they wanted to reheat them because they they were getting cold. That's the only thing I could think of. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I never touched a large amount of blood, but I don't think it's warm. <laughs> I think it gets room temperature really fast. Yeah. So because of the nature of the messages, um, a lot of people kind of just started flagging it. Um, and it pro- prompted a police investigation, um, particularly because there was something going on with a missing 15-year-old girl beforehand. Um, and so the police were trying to see if there was a link between the messages and the photos that were being posted and the ongoing um, investigation. Uh, investigation for the 15-year-old girl. Mind you, this is all the same night. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so she went missing she the went same missing night. As these posts okay. were being posted. So this is 10 p.m. when um, the posts are being made. Um, earlier that night, this girl had gone missing. Okay. Yeah. And then a little bit after that, police started kind of looking into it. So we're going to kind of tie everything all up together. So we're going to start talking about Girl A now. And again, because of the information that we are given since Girl A's anonymity. 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 Yeah. Because of Girl A's anonymity, uh, we don't have a lot, a lot of things to go off of. Um, I mean, there was plenty that was revealed by police after their evaluation. Some of it came from psych evaluations. So talk about a little bit of it.
Um, so first and foremost, we can't actually confirm if these posts were made by girl A. No one ever actually released a statement saying that she was the person on 2chan posting these messages, starting the thread, um, and then taking those pictures as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it also wasn't confirmed that that was um, actually the 15-year-old girl or not. So so is girl A the victim or the perpetrator? Perpetrator. Okay. Um, the 15-year-old girl who went missing and who we're going to be talking about today is Iwa Natsuo. So we're actually going to name her. Um, she's a victim. I think her name deserves to be out there. Um, and be remembered. Um, so a little bit of like kind of context behind like my research into this. Um, a lot of things that are like in Japan and like Korea and all that stuff. You only get like the vaguest articles in like in American in English and I guess the Americas too. Um, literally every article in like the first couple of pages is like the exact same thing, like copy pasted over and over again, yeah. maybe with a little bit of variation. Um, so a lot of times I'll go onto like 4chan, Reddit, um, or random like forum boards and just find news articles that they're posting on there that link directly towards like Japanese media sites. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times you got to take it with a grain of salt <laughs> again, even if it's like on an, a new site for Japan got to kind of just compare and contrast to whatever other articles you can find. Not um, just that. If you Google Translate it, Google Translate isn't always the best. So. It, that's exactly what I do. It's like I'll find the articles, I'll Google Translate it, either on that page or like take it actually to like googletranslate.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was doing this, I found one article from this site called gg.com. I can't really confirm if it was like an actual reputable source. It looked kind of, it looked a little bit meme so... Okay. Debatable. Um, but they actually had somebody that admitted to posting these and that they were just trolling. Um, the reason that they had those images of like the hand with the blood and then like the blood soaked towel um, was because they had actually injured their hand and they were just posting it. And again, they were trolling and saying like, oh, I killed somebody. Ha ha. It's again, it's 2chan. So people are fucking shitheads on there. <laughs> They're real trolls. Um, but other than that, I, d- I didn't really see much other confirmation that it was a troll or if it was actually Girl A that okay. posted them. So let's kind of talk more about Girl A. So what do we actually know about her? Again, her identity is protected, so we know that she is a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that her biome. We also know that her biological mother had actually passed away because of cancer the previous fall. So fall of 2013 was when she passed away. And her father actually was remarried pretty soon after his wife's passing. So I'm sensing maybe, maybe some something to do with that. Um, she was also in school. She was living alone in her own apartment in Sasebo since April 2014. So most of her um, school year in 2014 was just left as her alone. Yeah. Um, apparently she had only attended school for about three days. So again, this is from April of 2014 to July of uh, 2014. She's only gone to school three days. Oh. Yeah, so she's very, very truant. Um, her teachers are checking up on her. 
Um, they're giving her weekly visits and phone calls, but I mean, she could always shrug that off, you know? Uh, she was also planning to study abroad, which is a little bit concerning. She had also had a past with violence and a fascination with death. Um, so a huge reason on why she was actually living alone in her own apartment was because she had actually previously attacked her dad with a metal baseball bat while he was asleep. And he was seen with bandages on his head a little bit after that. So safe to say it was a little, little brutal. Um, her dad and, and her new stepmom actually made the choice to move her out into her own apartment and begin school because they really felt like she was going to be a danger to them. And she also apparently had a whole bunch of medical textbooks that she had in her apartment. And she was reported to have actually tried to dissect a cat in the past, too. Um, again, there's no confirmation that she actually dissected any animals, but mm-hmm. the fact that she was interested in doing it, she attempted to do it. Yikes. Was it an already dead cat or was it an, like she's the one that killed the cat? Um, I wasn't able to find information on the cat itself. So oh. I, I assume that it's actually a dead cat, but I feel like she probably would have killed it. I, I have a strong feeling. Okay, I don't think there's anything wrong in a in a kid's interest in like, I don't know. People have morbid curiosities. True. But like, if she, it's it's one thing to find a dead cat and be like, I want to, want to figure out what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. Versus, I killed the cat and now I'm gonna. Yes. I don't know. This is giving me a bit of like Dahmer vibes. <laughs> That's another reason why I'm just like, well, he was like he was into roadkill and that stuff. Yeah, I mean, taxidermy like, itself isn't bad. Yeah. It's not a bad interest. I don't know. If there's any research into finding out if there's any correlation between, I guess, people becoming violent or. Well, there's the, there's the correlation between killing the animals, like mm-hmm. when they're young animals, and yeah. they actually. That's why I was like, is, did she kill the animal or did she just find it? Well, where I want to kind of find out more information is just if you have an interest in like death and like dissection and all that. Is there any correlation to that? And, and then, then, like, being becoming yeah. violent uh, later in life. I, I don't think so. I mean, I think that's just, like, a genuine curiosity. Um, I don't know. It, it is a very weird interest to have at such a young age. Yeah. I don't think it's very common. I think, I, but, I, like, part of it is just, like, but I guess you get it more when you're older. So you get more of a curiosity of, like, what happens to your body when you die? Live fast, die young. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I got I no fear of death. I have the curiosity of like what's going to happen to my body when I die. Oh. I don't want to think about that. I'd prefer to either be cremated or be donated to a body farm. I know if I go to a body farm that's there's going to be things happening like environmentally to my body. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say you can there's a program where you can become like you get put in a tree thing uh-huh. and they plant the tree and you want to be a tree. Your body basically decomposes and and becomes provides, a tree. It like fertilizes the tree. Yeah. yeah. Um. I kind of. If you could choose a plant, maybe a cow plant. Yeah. You know what that is? From the Sims. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. So it can't be that. 
This is a Venus flytrap. That's the closest thing there is to a cow plant. They can die so fast. They're a very sensitive plant. Don't make them cry. I mean, I don't have one. My sister has carnivorous plants, but... Mm. Yeah. Anyways, um, speaking of eating things... Uh, it was reported that in 2010, there was a girl in junior high that was found to have put various substances into other children's school lunches, including bleach, detergent, shoe polish, and benzene. And this happened on multiple occasions. On one occasion, a classmate was actually poisoned and had to be treated in the hospital. Oh, no. Um, I think we can guess who this was because it was found out to be um, our friend, Girl A. Mm-hmm. So she's already got a little bit of a track record. Again, at this point, she's 2010, 11 years old. Yeah, and her mom is still around. Her mom would have still been around. Yeah, so exactly. Like, I mean, her mom dying could have been the turning point, but it's still like... I, I think she just had a whole, whole slew of issues. Yeah. And the last thing I kind of want to mention about Girl A is that she was actually friends and uh, classmates with the 15-year-old Aiwa uh, Matsuo. So there wasn't actually any bad feelings between them. Um, yeah. She did admit later that they weren't really friends, but more so acquaintances. But there was nothing, no beef going between them. Side note, um, Aiwa was described to be a very kind, cheerful, and positive girl that always had a smile on her face. And uh, she was a member of the school photo club, and she was a beloved member at that. So, let's move on. On to the night. So, it's Saturday night. Um, Girl A actually invited Iowa to her apartment after a day of shopping together. Around 8 p.m. in Girl A's apartment, Iowa was struck from behind repeatedly with a metal tool to her head. Um believe it was a hammer there's a lot of indications towards that um and then she was strangled to death um with a rope so not the most brutal thing ever but still not fun nope nope after her death um girl a actually removed her head and her left hand she also ended up cutting multiple other parts of her body uh, namely, her stomach was actually slid open, or her abdomen, mm-hmm. so her tummy area, her torso. And then it's believed that around 10 p.m. she would have um, posted the photos and the messages on 2chan. So mm-hmm. she would have had about two hours to do everything and then compose herself. She would still be covered in blood because, I mean, the pictures were had blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least for the first picture, she would have had to have taken it a little bit before 10 p.m., made the post before then, posted it, and then possibly have taken those other pictures after the fact, and then posted more messages. So like I said, um, the police were already looking for out Hawaii. Um, I guess she had been missing. Her uh, family had actually reported her missing pretty pretty early on in that day um because again she was just supposed to be on a day trip with her friend so when she was when she didn't show up um later in the evening they reported her missing um contact with the police and all that and obviously by 10 p.m they probably were 
definitely looking into it. Um, the police were tipped off to that 2 Chan post. Um, they started investigating that as well as uh, searching for uh, Hawaii. Um, the next day on Sunday, so July 27th, 2014, police arrested girl A after she uh, allegedly confessed to the murder of Iowa the previous night. When police entered the apartment, they found the body of Owai Matsuo on the bed. She was already decapitated. Her left hand was severed and her belly had been slit open. They had found the multiple tools that were used uh, under the bed. So these tools included a hammer, knives, a saw, and rope. Girl A ended up um, confessing to the police a couple of things. She said, I told her I wanted to see her and asked her to come. I came home with her so I could kill her. I wanted to kill someone and I wanted to dissect a dead body. I bought the tools myself. So, I mean, right off the bat, she just, this was her plan. She fully intended it. Even if she didn't have any, like, kind of bad feelings towards um, Iowa. She's just like, I'm gonna kill you for no other reason than just because she could i wonder if she like decided to kill her because if she was an outcast at school and maybe because that that was the only person that kind of talked to her versus like trying to convince a total stranger to come at, like someone who you don't oh, talk to yeah. in class and say, like saying hey do you want to come over Versus a girl you're acquaintances with saying, do you want to come over and hang out? See, in that case, I feel like it it still doesn't make a lot of sense to me. As awful as this sounds, I feel like it would be easier to convince a small child in the same apartment building that she was living in. Yeah. Or in that neighborhood to come over to her house because she had like food or candy or something. Again, like she could just pretend to be nice. As opposed to going to her classmate that was kind of her friend and do that to her. It, it, but I think both of them require some effort. Yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Because even if she's nice, like, why? I know. That's why I'm just like, why? Why her? Uh, and like I stated before, she quickly confessed to the police that she had no animosity with Iowa, um, that she really just wanted to try dissection techniques on a human being after she read some medical textbooks and tried that on a cat too. So she wanted to take it a little bit further. We love women in STEM, but not this way. Um, she also told the police during her interviews that she had a desire to kill someone since she was in elementary school. So it wasn't a new, new interest for her. Again, like she was fully into the idea of finding out what people were about. Um, she had also had a psychiatrist evaluate her after she had attacked her father. Um, they had called a child consultation center in the city in June, um, same year, to warn that she might commit murder, saying if she is left alone, she could kill somebody. The father of the uh, girl A asked the psychiatrist to have her hospitalized the day before she actually committed the crime. 
um, because he feared that she would kill somebody. Um, unfortunately, that request was denied. So I'm seeing a lot of failures here from the system. Very, very closely to when everything happened. So I think there was a lot of red flags that kind of popped up that appeared to the, the psychiatrist, to the father. Um, ideally, it should have popped up to the school. But it seems like nobody was really taking their warning seriously, their evaluation seriously. Did the... It's, it was an institution? Or is it doctors? Um... It was just a psychiatrist that was oh. evaluating her. Um, he did reach out to, because Japan has their child consultation center um, um, that's present in a lot of cities. And mm-hmm. this is the one that um, the Sasebo slasher also had to, you know, go through. Um, they decided against, like, you know, uh, institutionalizing or hospitalizing her. <laughs> I guess Was it because of her age or was it because they just didn't think she was a threat? I, I don't think it's because they thought she was a threat. Okay. Which, I, again, like, she's got a past. I don't really understand why. Um, and by this point, again, like, we in 2004, we had the Sasebo slashing. Um, we had, I can't remember the case name right now, but the case where the 16-year-old um, killed two other elementary school students. Um, we had somebody who had a, like, went on a manic, like, shooting spree and slashing spree or something like that mm-hmm. um i think just like six years before that too like there's a lot of things happening maybe you should take mental health seriously because these the other people who failing. yeah no these other people who have had things like who have had incidents happen who have made big waves in the news are a big tip off to this that hey listen to your mental health professionals but yeah, they ultimately say are saying she's not a danger. No, we're not going to hospitalize her. It's fine. So soon after, obviously, we have to talk about the school a little bit. The school went in to brief the students of what happened with the two girls um, regarding the incident. They offered support and counseling to the students after uh, because of, of what happened. Um, they also tried to implement some more counseling for mental health in general for their school. Um, I think it's a little too late for that. Um, they also received a lot of flack for that because it seemed like they kind of didn't care until something happened. Um, Iowa's funeral was attended by several hundred people, and this occurred towards the end of that same month, so in June. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the last week of June. I couldn't find a definitive date, just... It was on a Tuesday, I remember that. Iowa's parents also released a statement saying, We cannot bring ourselves to face the incident as it struck uh, as it struck us so suddenly. Iowa was our treasure and we had raised her with love. We only hope to calm, calmly send her off. Um, girl A's father also issued an apology to Iowa's family after. Um... He said, my daughter's act can never be forgiven for any reason or cause. Iowa had no time to experience the joy and happiness of life. When I think of the shock and sorrow felt by the bereaved family, it breaks my heart. I can't find the words for an apology. About three months after the whole incident, um, the father of girl A actually ended up committing suicide. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, 
it was really um, to be in remorse because of what his daughter had did. done. <laughs> I said mm. the wrong word. Um, when girl A found out about this, she did uh, show signs of stress after her dad's death, but she still was not showing any kind of remorse towards killing Iowa. That's really sad. It makes me sad. It is sad. Yeah. I think it's sad, like... That he felt like he had to not apologize that, in some way for her, for his daughter. There are parents who love their children, mm-hmm. and then the children just, like, end up committing a crime. Like, look at Doing Jeffrey bad. Dahmer. Yeah. His, I'm, I'm sure his father loved him, but maybe his father did other stuff too. But, like, it's an example of, like, he tried connecting with his son, and then he thought it was a real connection, but his son really was just he was it, he had an interest in something darker than what he was sharing mm-hmm. and so the thought like it's kind of like some parents that love their children that commit crimes they're like what did i do and it's like it's not always what the parents did because some parents do try their best oh absolutely i think for me what st- uh, sticks out the most is i'm gonna search it really quickly but it's like, I feel like the father and the stepmother, mm-hmm. by giving her her own space, maybe they thought, oh, this is what she needs. Like, she needs her own space to exist. That way she's safe and we're safe. But it's like. I mean, I think it correlates back to the whole Dahmer situation where the parents are kind of seeing this child devolve. And they can't handle the repercussions that are coming from it. So mm-hmm. they are separating themselves from it in a kind of selfish way, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Is it the right move itself? I, I don't think so. But I think, uh, in, I mean, in this case, I think it was a good move because it really seemed like uh, girl A was not happy with her dad. And it probably would have gotten worse. I mean, she probably... And it's probably killing, why he, like, yeah. contacted a psychiatrist and tried to get her hospitalized. Because it seemed like she was a huge danger to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but the example that I was thinking of is um, the Columbine shooters. Um, the parents of oh, uh, yeah. Eric Harris and Dil- uh, Dylan Klebold. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it's it's pretty well known that their parents did love them. That they didn't think that this would ever happen. And that, I mean, like, they get blamed for their crimes all the time. Um but they tried their best in raising their boys, but something happened. They decided to go down a dark route, and yeah. That's why it's like, some parents, you can't, they did their best, they tried, mm-hmm. they loved their child. Yeah. And their child somehow went down this dark path. Exactly. Where it's like, what did, and the parents were like thinking, what did I do wrong? Yes. What could I have done? And it's like, maybe there's nothing if, if you did everything and tried to read the signs, mm-hmm. it's like you tried to get maybe there's nothing that you could have done. It was on maybe the school failed them or whatever. I think it was the whole uh, system of like yeah. um, uh, mental health and uh, psychiatric help that Japan has. Because, again, like the dad reached out and tried to get as yeah. much help as he could. But nothing, nothing came of it. And it happened. And he now had to live with the repercussions of what happened he felt incredibly apologetic he felt like he couldn't make up for it Mm -hmm. and i mean he ultimately ended his life so just like 
fuck? It's very sad. Yeah. So, um, after she was arrested, the girl A. So, after a series of psychiatric evaluations that kind of deemed her pretty dangerous, um, kind of explored everything that she had um, done up in her childhood, um, she was judged to be criminally responsible. Um, however, the Nagasaki District Court, um, their judge um, presided that the girl who suffers from an autistic disorder lacks any sense of morality and that sending her to prison would worsen her mental condition and would make rehab- rehabilitation more difficult. Um, so he ultimately ruled that she would be sent to a medical reformatory rather than tried in court. Um, the, again, the biggest argument towards that was that she had, um, made, she had researched laws, uh, surrounding juvenile crime. So again, like it still has to do with like all those previous cases that I've talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, she had researched them in the library. She had purchased weapons before the incident and she had also meticulously planned the attack. Um, and therefore, she should be held criminally responsible for the murder of her classmate. But I think uh, I think it goes to show that she's got a lot of mental things going on. Any input? Uh, I just think it's it's interesting how because they have researched like serial killers and like uh, people who end up murdering, mm-hmm. and notice like there are. There is, like, a certain checklist, if you will. Yeah. Where, like, they've had a frontal lobe damage. They've had this type of past. They've had this type of behavior. Like, yeah. the the murdering of animals when they were younger. And it just escalated from bugs to a, a small animal. So, like, mm-hmm. a rabbit to a cat to... Possibly an even yeah. larger animal. Yeah. To eventually a To, like, being. a dog. Yeah. To eventually harming someone or... Mm-hmm. So, you have, like, that checklist where it's like, okay, this person fills all yeah. those boxes. But then you just have crimes like this where it's like, she... I don't think... As far as I know, I don't think she had any of those things. So, it made her do this. I think kind of just looking at her past, again, like... I think that there was a lot of anger and resentment towards her dad for remarrying so fast. I think she probably felt very alone because her mother had, like, unfortunately passed away. Mm -hmm. But she also had that desire to kill, like she said, in elementary school. She wanted to dissect things. She wanted Mm -hmm. to dissect animals. Um, She wanted to dissect human beings eventually. Um... I think those are the things that kind of point to me that there was a lot more things going on behind the scenes. And again, like the judge was saying that she was autistic could be a part of the reason too. And I'm not, I'm not saying autistic people are dangerous no. at all, <laughs> but um, I, I think that there was probably some stigma that was like affecting how she was interacting with, um, I guess the general public. Cause I know Japan's very much a uniform um, country. If you mm-hmm. aren't normal, quote unquote, you will be, basically ostracized um the one thing that i just i don't really understand with it like that sentencing it um to send her to a, um, a rehabilitation center 
is the case where she was poisoning people purposefully with all those uh, substances. Yeah. That one, I think, is it's very strange to me because, again, it's um, before the death of her mother, before her father gets remarried. Um, it seems like it just kind of came out of nowhere and she just wanted to do it. That's why it's like, oh, it's like what really made her. Yeah. Murder this poor girl. Yes. And again, like, I couldn't see anything about bullying or anything like that um, regarding this. Um, I couldn't really see anything about, like, if she's been released, um, what uh, facility she's at or anything like that. Again, like, a lot of this has been protected, so this is about the extent of what we got. It's, this is kind of who she was. This is what happened. This is generally what happened during, like, the um, court, um, yeah, the court case and for her arrest. Mm-hmm. And that that's basically it. Um, this could have been a crime of jealousy. Because if Iowa was seen as kind and like more popular, mm-hmm. and girl A is the exact opposite, like let's say she struggled talking to people, making friends, mm-hmm. it could have been a crime of jealousy. It could have been, yeah. Again, like I can't find any information on this and. We can only take girl A's account for this mm-hmm. as, like, fact. Because I don't even think her um, schoolmates put out any statements either, or her school put out any statements. Um, but from what girl A said is that there was basically no beef between them, that they were acquaintances, maybe kind of friends, but mainly acquaintances. It, it, to me, it doesn't seem like she really had any problems with Iowa. Yeah. That's why it doesn't make sense. I know. It. I, I think it was just... Sense. Just one of those cases where somebody it isn't being, like, watched and told, no, this isn't okay, or, hey, we need to get you into some kind of evaluation, get you treated, maybe get you hospitalized for a little bit until you feel a little bit more normal. Because it could, it could be a variety just, of different things. Or even just attending counseling or therapy for, like, on a weekly basis or, like, a yeah. bi-weekly basis to check in on, like, how are you feeling? Or, like, what are you thinking right now? I I think it definitely would work. But I think with her case, because she was isolating herself and mm-hmm. because she was such a danger for herself, I think it would have been better to have her separated from society. Society Again, it pro- probably put into a rehabilitation center right off the bat. You're having trouble with that word today. I, yeah, a lot of <laughs> these bigger words I'm having trouble with today. I'm sorry. I can't read. But to me, to me, it just seems like it's that extreme of a case, like right off the bat, that even before everything had happened, that probably would have been the route to take so that she's under constant watch. She can be evaluated. If she needs to be put on some kind of medication, they can closely monitor her. And anytime that she has any like thoughts or needs to go to a counseling session, she can readily go there. Yeah. I think she's at that extreme. It kind of, it does remind me a little bit of like the, uh, I think it was a Slenderman, like, uh, stabbing. Oh yeah, the two girls that stabbed took the one girl to, to the, the woods floor. and yeah. then ended up stabbing her. I think they it's were... that kind of thing where it's just like a, not to like out every person like this because I am also like this, um. But a lot of these kids will ha- be like autistic and have a hyper hyperfixation, 
and focus on one thing and make that like their whole personality. This could have been something where she was in that in that boat and she just she needed to be evaluated for it and be told, hey, no, it's okay. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, because part of it was one of the girls and the parents said she liked stories, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just. I think it was part of one of the girls couldn't separate reality, the reality yeah. from the meme because that's what mm-hmm. it, it essentially wasn't it turned into a meme yeah i had a friend like that too but so i know she she was just super scared of it so she didn't like to see the media <laughs> no i understand she that believed it too much but she she wasn't ever like uh like oh i believe in slenderman i believe in like you know killing for him or whatever yeah she was just genuinely scared of him and but that was another case <laughs> couldn't separate the these, two these two girls were friends with that other girl mm-hmm and it's like, why did you choose? Like, wouldn't you miss... From my opinion, my perspective is, wouldn't you miss your friends? Yeah. <laughs> if they were close to you or if you were slight... Like, if they're the only person that talked to you... that That's what makes no sense to me is when someone kills someone... That they're close that's, with? That's close to them or, like, it's the only person in their lives that they talk to. It's like, you're basically taking away your one lifeline. Mm-hmm and destroying maybe but, it's like a if i can't have you nobody can kind of situation yeah or i just want to keep you with me forever again it's going it's, back to jeffrey Dahmer. yeah <laughs> it's like a self-destructive type thing boy do i know what that it's like yeah um, but yeah that is the um sasebo schoolgirl murder it makes me sad it's very sad. Yeah. It's a very sad case. And it's uh, one of those things that I just kind of found from the Sasebo slashing, because that was super popular on the internet. And if you go on the wiki page, it'll direct you towards this one, because they're so similar. Yes. I mean, it just so happened that it happened on 2chan. <laughs> it's two. Oh, yeah. for 2chan. We'll have to go on it someday so I can just expose you to how no, bad no. it is. You really don't. That'd be a future episode no. exploring 4chan. <laughs> we can if you want. I feel like that'd be better as like a like a YouTube video. Anyways, yeah. That's that's gonna be it for this episode today. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. You can find us on our social medias on YouTube facebook and no not facebook scratch facebook we don't use facebook that's for old people um <laughs> youtube instagram and twitter at ofric podcast thank you so much see you guys next time bye, bye.